Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at SealCoatFlorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide, your host, your facilitator, your your guy behind the microphone for the next couple of hours here. Hey, before we get started, let me introduce my fellow Patriots today, because you know the saying, can't tell the players without the scorecard. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Ah, oh, good to be back. How are you doing, sir? Everything doing going all right? Well. Yes. Everything going good? Yep. Good week busy. so far? Everything going all right? Well, I guess oh. it's the end of the week, you know? Yeah, that's, week, that's you know? my favorite time of the week. Depending on uh, depending on where and when you're listening to us, you know, uh, you may be hearing us before the holiday, after the holiday, maybe on the holiday, I don't know. But uh, for Earl's sake, sitting here next to me, I hope you have a good holiday weekend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Likewise. Uh, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, the bump helmet wearing Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Earl, isn't he in front of the microphone, not behind the microphone? Well, from my line of sight, he's actually behind the microphone. So oh. it's all it's all all a matter of perspective. Objection overruled. I think that's what that is right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Kevin, how are you doing, sir? How's things going this week for you? You're not even a good judge of character. <laughs> I'm going okay. How are I you? can't even judge be- <laughs> he hangs between out Coke with and us. Pepsi, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and there's no race there. It's always going to be Coke. It's always a race thing with you. It is a race thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like to be going fast. Uh, you know what? I Actually, I, I can't not to, to get too far off on the uh, the initial topic that we're going to jump into, but... Uh, yeah, well, I'm that guy where if we go to a restaurant and I say, uh, and, I, and I very rarely drink soda anymore, but I say if, if I want a Coke and they go, is Pepsi okay? I'm like, I don't know, Monopoly money okay to pay you with? I mean, <laughs> we're, we're going with cheap imitations for, you know, instead of the original. Could we do that? Would that be all right? Well, sir, that's what we have. Well, that's not what I wanted. It's okay, good, because I brought Drachna yeah. to pay you with. Right. Yeah, it's, if I said uh, I'd like to have the steak, would you say, is chicken all right? <laughs> no, it's they're different. Leave me alone. Stop doing that. Uh Hey, listen, before we get too deep into the program, I want everybody to know that they could jump over to armsroomradio.com. So if you're running around somewhere, jumping between signals, you're not getting it quite right, there's a thunderstorm overhead, and you're getting a little static in the background, armsroomradio.com. You can listen to us when we're on live, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. That's 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, Eastern Time. That'd be uh, whatever the time is in the East. Yes, in the, East. the Eastern time zone. Eastern time. So if that's the Eastern Daylight or the Eastern Standard, whichever happens to apply at the time that is correct, uh-huh. that's the time that we're on, 3 to 5 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> so you can, you can join us there at one of those places. Uh, so check us out at armsroomradio.com. Hey, we've got a bunch of stories this week. It seemed like a million uh, that, stories popped busy, up. Busy, 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 busy. Yeah, that's listen, we're, we're, we've got a bunch of stories we're going to get to. Uh, we... A bunch of follow-ups, too. It just seems like a, a couple of things happened this week. we got a couple of issues that we're definitely going to be talking about. One story that I did find that uh, you guys, uh, Kevin Earl, you don't have this story in front of you because I wanted to get your response to this one in person. This is the gimme. This is the gotcha story. Uh-huh. Yeah, this he likes gotcha to do that. Surprise! And, and, and folks, listen, um, uh, everybody listen, and I know, I know we, we listen, I, we, we see our stories the same place you do. We go on to the uh, conservative papers, the conservative... Uh, Websites, you know, the, the, the pro-Second Amendment, our friends over at, uh, you know, a, num- a number of places, Fox, Breitbart, you know, they, they pop up in the, your local newspapers, wherever. We get a lot of, lot of stories, a lot of things to look at from from the listeners, from you, when you, you send them over to us and early go to all those links there at the website, right? Where yes. they can get us? Yes. Just go to armsroomradio.com. There's uh, the 10, 20 different ways to get a hold of us. Facebook, email. Twitter. You can Twitter Kevin. Instagram. You can Twitter Kevin. You can Twitter Kevin, yes. So there's this one story that popped up two or three times. I thought it was uh, perhaps a joke. I thought perhaps it was uh, it was not real. And then I checked on it, and it may be gun-related. It may be gun-related, but if not, it's it's definitely uh, worthy of our comment. Now, this is a, this is a story that I, I checked. I checked all three, four different places. I actually made a phone call. To confirm this was true. More than uh, your sources of uh, anonymous? Oh, yeah, yeah, the anonymous sources. Yeah, okay, the anonymous good, sources. Good. I'm not, We're good I'm, then. I'm not with CNN, for crying out loud. <laughs> it's not that, anonymous that, because the, I heard the, him talking about it to him. The, Who uh, were they? I don't the, know. The collapsing <laughs> news network? Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I hadn't heard that one yet. Uh, NASA denies conspiracy theory about kidnapped children working as Mars colony slaves. That was actually, I believe, a CNN story. <laughs> oh, so it's fake. I thought it was a real story. Uh, well, it's real to CNN. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first I've heard of it. But it was so. only, it was only minority and and Islamic children. Now this, yeah, this started from Alex Jones with Infowars. I guess he was having a conversation with one of his guests, a, a Robert David Steele, mentioned about a colony on Mars that he claims to be populated by kidnapped children who do not have any option 
but to work in the arid planet as slaves. Okay, be careful when you read stuff like that because Isaac Asloff (laughs) and Ron L. Hubbard created Scientology (laughs) on a bet. (laughs) And and you know what's going to happen? We're going to have a a mission to save the children of Mars. (laughs) It's going to cost a gazillion dollars. As long as we get to arm up, I'm fine. But that ride in the back of the five ton is going to be a pain in the butt. I'll tell you what. I'm driving. I'm driving. That's a heck of a ride. Although it might be easier to sleep in the back with all the weightlessness going on. That's true. I will meet you guys there. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all go head on. Put the flaps down. The vacuum's getting in my ears. (laughs) Uh, During his chat, this may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children who were kidnapped and sent into space on a 20-year ride so that once they get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Uh, it goes on to talk about this guy's a former Marine, Central Intelligence Agency case officer, who, you know, according to him. But uh, th- this, he, that's not the amazing part. The, the amazing ahead, part is ahead. that he was actually given LSD every day for 11 <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is this before or after Arnold started the reactor so there'll be atmosphere? You know, that, that brings up a good point. Uh-huh, brings uh-huh. Up a good point. I guess there would, there, maybe there is atmosphere and they're just lying to us about it. But uh, this actually went to the point of, okay, there's a couple of whack jobs talking about this. Uh, uh, NASA made a made a, a public announcement about it. Uh, in response to the claim Steele made on InfoWars, a NASA, NASA spokesperson gave an assurance that there are currently no humans living on Mars. There are no humans on Mars. There are, active there, ro- there are active rovers on Mars. There was a rumor going around last week that there weren't, but there are, said Guy Webster of NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, but there are no humans. So NASA felt compelled to get on and respond to this, and they put out a statement. So that's what uh, that's what NASA's uh, been working on well, this week. You know, week, the so. problem is that it's gotten to the point in in the the mass media that if you if you don't deny it, then you you admit it yeah, was true. Yeah. So they never Maybe that's it. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what NASA's doing. You know, R- they're, rumors they're, so strong and so far fetched that you really have to address them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, stick around. We got a great program coming up for you. Dr. John Adeen from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership will be on here. We got a couple topics we're talking over with him. Major Bill will be on later in the program. We've got a we've got a couple of follow ups. We're going to be going over. We're going to over some legal issues. We're going to be talking about Michael Brown, Philando Castile. Kevin uh, has got a unique uh, point of view on those that uh, we've been look, we're looking unique forward. It is, but I got a point of view. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studio. Stick around. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call... 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the kel Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com.
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com, and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110 Glock lookalike, the 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and then they have their new pocket pistol. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Kevin, you and I were talking during the break. Earl was involved in the conversation as well. There's a story here, and we uh, and we have a little unique way. I think you have a you have a you have a, a, a an ability to make comments on this that the rest of us in the room lack, and I'm sure everybody listening to us will want to hear your unique perspective on this. What we're talking about is this past week. We've had major settlements, lawsuit settlements, out of the shooting death of Michael Brown, which was in Ferguson, and then uh, Philando Castile, which was in the city of St. Anthony. Now, if you recall, we talked to you last week, last week, week before, I forget, when we had uh, we had uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze on, uh, we were talking about Philando Castile's shooting. Uh, they had just recently gone to the, uh, the, non, the not guilty verdict, and we were trying to get out some pointers about proper way to carry, how to deal with law enforcement and things along that uh, of that nature. But this this seems rather quick that this settled out uh, out of there. So a couple of questions, Kevin, we want, I want to propose to you. Michael Brown, the, and now these, these are the parents, excuse me, the parents of Michael Brown. This was the, uh, I'm going to paraphrase this story and try not to uh, uh, fall victim to the liberal media publishing of it <laughs> uh, because it's, it's worded, in su- worded in such a way that it's clear that uh, according to the liberal media that Michael Brown was the victim there. And, and, and as we know now, uh, he, he you know assaulted, uh, he robbed, he, he committed crimes, felony crimes, shortly before confronting the police officer and then uh, you know attempting to uh, take Darren Wilson, Officer Darren Wilson's firearm from him uh, to where the firearm actually discharged in a vehicle. And Officer Wilson then uh, was able to end the altercation by dispatching Mr. Michael Brown. There on the there on the pavement. Uh, well, there there are two very operative issues here. One is criminal liability, correct, and the other is civil liability. Right. Mr. Castiles, just for those, the other one that we're, we're also going to be talking about, he was the one out of St. Anthony where it was Officer Euronimo. Uh, uh, oh, how do you say his last name? Yanez. Euronimo Yanez. He was found not guilty last week of the uh, second degree murder. I guess it was two weeks ago. So that one settled for three million. The Michael Brown for a million and a half is what's right. been reported. Kevin, <clears throat> these are these are two thugs that tried to kill people, and and police were, well, excuse me, Michael Brown tried to kill a cop, and Philando Castile got an altercation with an officer, and the officer was found not guilty. So if they're found, they, these these are people that are found to be criminals. Why are these cities settling with them? For the same reason that O.J. Simpson should have settled with the families of the two people that were killed outside of his ex-wife's house, rather than fight the case at trial. You mean civil or criminal? Civil. Okay. Okay. Which was found not guilty in the criminal matter. Right. Both these individuals were found not guilty in the criminal matter. Right. <clears throat> they are still named as part of the lawsuit, but because they are in the course and scope of their employment the city and or the department has to defend it. The city and or the department may or may not have a subsequent insurance policy. They may have self-insurance. That, but the person that made the decision mm-hmm. is undoubtedly a senior adjuster 
who sat down and did what we would refer to as a cost-benefit analysis. Okay. How much is it going to cost us to fight this civil suit, and how much will it cost us to settle this civil suit? If we fight the civil suit, what's the potential downside? How much could we lose? Do we have any sovereign immunities that would allow us to escape liability over a given dollar threshold? Here in Florida, most sovereign immunities are $100,000. Right. So Yeah, it's got to go to the legislation. To go to passed, to go, to, get, to, go to Yeah, to go above to go that 100000 yeah. Um, in these particular cases, they may have had a separate policy that insured the city for which those two individuals were working that could pay it off. There may be some retainage where the city has to put something of that up uh, on their own. Right. But an adjuster made the decision that said the most we could lose is this the most we could win is more bad press. Okay. And so they made a decision to, they made a business decision and the business decision they made was it is cheaper to pay them to go away. Now, those are not very large numbers for wrongful death claims, at least the wrongful death claim in the state of Florida, that would not be a very large number. I, I don't think, I don't think anywhere, you know, you're, you're talking about that. Cause listen, uh, well, I don't I, practice I'm, anywhere. Right, right, right. Well, I, I you're, we'll get into this, I'm sure. You know, 1.5 million. Uh, you know, Michael Brown's in his 20s, I believe, when this happens. You know, young 20s. We also don't know how that money's going to be allocated. Did it all go to the parents? Uh, parents can bring a claim given a, uh, a specific age or, or a child that's below a specific age for the loss of the consortium of that child. Uh, they may have brought those cases as a as a petitioner on the estate of Michael Brown. I, I haven't read the pleadings to know how the money's colored and the way it's being set up. There could be trust for, I don't know if Michael Brown has children and they are going to act as the guardians for his kids and they're going to hold the money in trust. The same thing may be true of Mr. Cassiel's settlement, which may be larger because he has other people that would have been relying on him for child support in the future. Uh, that it won't be paid now other than from his Social Security death benefits, which he may or may not have some of. Um, from, from what I see from the, and, and Michael Brown was 18 years old, that the parents, uh, and again, it was reported 1.5, whether that's accurate or not, because it, they, they did order it sealed, but it, it looked like two days later that, that amount leaked out. So whether that's accurate or not, it said there was a reasonable amount of, for attorney's fees and expenses, and then there was a split between the parents of what they got. So... I, you know, I just don't understand why the city would. And I get what you're saying that it's a cost benefit. All right, do we do we spend five million dollars to to fight them and win, or do we give 1.5 million and and they agree to never bother us again? And and that literally is being yeah. that decision is being made by an adjuster, right? And right. the adjusters doesn't the the adjuster everybody's blue, yeah. Everybody's green. Everybody's purple. They yeah. don't. There's no colors to an adjuster. It's it's all a matter of math. Right. They make these decisions with a calculator, and, and they look at it and go, how much can we get them to take? And, you know, quite honestly, Michael Brown's family's attorney may have started out at a billion dollars. Yeah. And the adjuster might have, might have said five bucks. Because she that, that adjuster's not in, they're, they're not concerned about insulting you with their offer. They don't care if they insult you. Right. They, they, look, this is what we valued the claim at. This is what we think we can lose. This is the limits on what we think you can prove. Um, and clearly, 
uh, the parents saw that this was going to be a problem where they would have taken it to trial. If they thought there was any chance they were going to get $10 million and they were going to get $10 million in the next three years, right? they'd have done it. Yeah. Because the other thing is, how long will it take until you actually see money in your pocket from a litigation? It'll litigate for three or four years. Then there's the appeals process. Then there's a second set of appeals processes. You you very, very easily could see no money changing hands, even if you want it trial for 10 years. Right. Yeah, I don't know what his parents are doing other than going around the, the country and citing the anti-police sentiment, but... You know, they, there, there can't be much of a uh, that, income in that. But that <laughs> might be part of what they're not allowed to do anymore. Right, right, right. We, we don't know what so the maybe details Ferguson's the, the settlement. Her, maybe Ferguson's the hero here. Yeah. You know, they paid $1.5 million uh, to get them to stop. The, the problem is, is that it goes back to the, you know, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. I, I know insurance companies that will, they will prosecute you if they think you've been fraudulent against them to try to send a message that says, do not just send a demand to us. Do not try to get money out of us just because you think we're afraid that based on your political standing or your race or religion or ethnicity that you're going to be more or less, we're going to be more or less afraid of litigating with you because of what you're going to say. Um, you, you have to be careful with that as an entity because you get a reputation and then they'll start squeezing you and you'll never, you'll never get rid of them. Yeah. You feed a dog once, it it comes back forever. You feed a cat once, it comes back forever. It never leaves. So you got to be careful about setting the precedent, and that's why Ferguson may be the hero and they may be the goat. And we'll never know because it's uh, it's all. Oh, sealed. we'll know. Yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah, it'll we'll, leak out. We'll Listen, know. it took two days for it to leak out what the what the amount was. Yeah. Folks, we got Dr. John Adine from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership coming up next. Uh, stick around. Uh, it's more great program, and we'll see you after the break. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. 
cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at SealCoatFlorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Out how? Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G U N T E C USA.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. This is the GunTech USA segment of the program. Talk to our friends at uh, GunTech this week, as we do every week. Everything's going great. Everything's going fine. They got uh, they got some nice summer plans with the children uh, going on. But more importantly, check out the new line of AR-10 stuff. They got AR-10 stuff coming out. The 7.62, the high caliber, the 6.8. They got they got some brilliant AR-10 products coming out. So make sure you go to GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C. USA.com, GunTechUSA.com. Hey, we have a we have a guest on the line with this. We have a Dr. John Adeen. He is with Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners. Uh, it's drgo.us. That's drgo.us. Dr. John, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in San Antonio. A little hot, but uh, hey, you know. Taking care of kids—that's what I do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, for those that uh, remember that don't remember, Dr. John is the chief surgeon of Arms Room Radio, and we're glad to have him uh, back. Now, stay out of the heat. Don't, don't. You stay out in the Texas heat too long, it dries up the brain juices. I, I, I heard somebody <laughs> told me that. I think it was a doctor once, so I, I, I take it to heart. You know. Well, I try to drink a gallon of water a day to avoid the brain shrinkage. <laughs> um, doctor, we, uh, you and I talked during the week about uh, there was a CNN report uh, a couple week two weeks ago about childhood deaths and injuries with firearms, and then there's been uh, there's been some uh, some controversy, some response, and we wanted to get your uniquely qualified opinion on this topic. All right. Well, we're, what we're talking about is an article that was uh, put out in the American Academy of Pediatrics journal called Pediatrics, and they looked at fatal and non-fatal firearms injury among children aged 0 to 17 in the United States. And they talk about uh, you know, 1,300 children die and 5,790 are treated for gunshot wounds every year. Boys and older children and minorities are disproportionately affected. Hmm, that's a surprise. Right. Although unintentional firearms deaths among children declined from 2002 to 2014, and firearms homicides declined from 2007 to 2014. Suicides also, firearm suicides decreased from 2002 to 2007 and then showed an upward trend from 2007 to 2014. Now, so, now, clearly, you know, that must have been because of the assault weapon ban, right? I mean, that's... The, oh, <laughs> that, that, there but, you go. Yeah, all those laws <laughs> fix everything, don't yeah, they? Yeah, absolutely. But, but here, what we're really looking at here is we're looking at uh, inner-city youth, and, and they, don't make a, they don't make a distinction between kids from 0 to 12 and kids from 14 to 17. 
which are the one the gangbanger ages basically. Right. right. Uh, they also talk about you know minorities are are dis- disproportionately represented. Well, of course, these are the inner city gangbangers that we're talking about. Right. So if you're a gangbanger, you probably stand a pretty good chance of getting shot, and <laughs> and or killed by a firearm because you're engaging in basic you know street warfare with a firearm. Yeah, regardless of your age. Right. And, and the other thing is there is collateral damage. There are kids standing around on the streets playing like normal kids when the gangbangers start shooting at each other. And every once in a while, an innocent kid gets shot and killed. You read about it in the newspaper. But Yeah, that's, know, that's the they're, weekly they're, story out of Chicago. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Just, just insert what the, where they went to school and uh, where they were standing. Other than that, the story's the same every week out of there. Yeah, and, you know, instead of dealing with the – and the other thing is they only talk about – gun violence they don't talk about overall violence and the real thing is this is all violence based on the drug trade and gangs in the big cities right and i may add you know there's a certain party that runs most of these big cities oh yeah i wonder and, who <laughs> yeah, i wonder which party <laughs> very much yeah and they're really not much for law and order they you know they have a, a revolving uh system of uh quote unquote justice so you you get involved in drugs you you know you uh, you know create do crimes you do burglaries you're in and out of jail before you know it and then you know when you commit a crime with a gun they drop the gun crime even though that carries the bigger penalty that happens all the time in, in places like New Jersey for instance they plea bargain away the mandatory minimum sentences however somebody like you or I get caught in New Jersey with a possession of a firearm we go to jail for seven years. With a, with a uh, you know, the, the, I think it's a class two felony right, on right. our records, and we lose our right to, to own firearms for the rest of our lives. So this is the kind of thing that we're dealing with with this type of, you know, these studies. You know, they're skewing the population. The other interesting thing is they only picked like 17 out of the 50 states to, to collect their data from. Hmm. I wonder why that was. What would you think why they only picked 17 states? Why didn't they use all the data available? That's called a selection bias. And so what we're dealing with is papers that have selection biases. And this is what DRGO does. Uh, One of my colleagues who works under a pseudonym, who's a pediatrician, wrote a great article about this very paper on DRGO.us, and I suggest you you take a look at it and read it. She really uh, slices and dices this this paper up the way it deserves to be sliced and diced. You know, interestingly, at the end, she talks about actually some of the good things this paper talked about. And, you know, the unintentional firearm death rates has been steadily declining for several decades. Right, and And that's that's because, obviously, because of, you know, the... The education. This has been pushed by, uh, you know, organizations, whether it be grassroots or somebody as large as the NRA. This is this is the operation, you know, the Eagle. This is the the Child Safe. This is this is all of them that are continually right. to, to be pushed down. And absolutely, and, and you know, and the thing is, they don't want these things in schools because it's associated with the NRA. Right. Well, you know what? That's crazy. You know, safety is safety. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and it's real safety. It's not. Fake safety. It's not, uh, you know, the 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 moms for uh, against uh, everything with their every town for gun safety. When you go to their website, there's there's no safety on it. There's no place to you know find take a safety course no. or or get a safety pamphlet or a safety uh, briefing on YouTube. It's just not there. It's just a yeah. They a, wouldn't know a, a gun safety, you know, if it bit them in the backside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely right.
some of the other good things that, that come out of this, uh, 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 Doctor. Well, you know, we saw that the younger children, again, uh, are, are now becoming more educated on the firearms in in the homes. Uh, you know, there's there's that the parents have stepped up. You know, we all we all grew up in that time of the you know the the schools did a pretty good part. You know, whether it was the school or the civic organization, Boy Scouts, something else, they taught firearm safety. But you can't do that anymore. For many years now, you couldn't do that. But but now. I think it's it's come back around where the parents are finally saying, with the assistance of certain groups like you know wh- whether it happens to be uh, you know NRA, Boy Scouts, whoever it is, that firearm safety is important. Oh, absolutely, and, and you know it's essential. Uh, you know, you and I both know. Anytime we take any type of a firearms course, uh, we have a safety brief. We talk about the, the you know the safety rules and and gun handling rules and what per, what uh, accounts for safe firearms handling you know and you know you know every town has no idea what any of this is about you know and and you know of course doctors are are prime examples of being terrible about this too they don't know anything about firearm safety even though they'll tell you you know they'll give you advice on firearm safety it's bad advice so don't listen to your doctor when he tells you about firearm safety unless he's also certified by some other organization like you know the nra or you know USCCA, you know, training division or whatever. Doctor, let me ask you a question. Do you see other physicians insisting that they give uh, chainsaw safety classes? Uh, No, they don't. Why Uh, why not? (laughs) They're just as dangerous as a firearm. Uh, Maybe more dangerous. You you, Uh, you let your kids play with running chainsaws? Chainsaw injuries. It's ugly. Yeah. So. Yeah, so th- this is this is. I mean, Kevin brings up a good point, and 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 like Dr. John just said, with when you try to do a uh, deal with the doctor and they, and they give you, and we've had this topic on before, the Docs Glocks controversy. When they say, uh, you know, hey, uh, where uh, you do do you have firearms in the home? Uh, you, you, your question should be, uh, well, first off, you just uh, just say no. I, that's what I would just tell them no, just to get them off your back, because otherwise you become combative and you lose your. You know, all of a sudden you're not a patient anymore. But if you listen, if you're, you know, if you're wealthy and you, you want to go doctor shopping, have out it, have it out with them. You doc, yeah, I'm curious, what is your firearms training that you can tell me about safety? What what classes have you had to provide me with this? Is this a first year to medical school, second year medical stuff, or is this post education, you know, continuing education kind you of stuff? Fellowship you know? in uh, farm safety. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I I, I have. I don't know yeah. about anybody else. Yes, you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, Wasn't if you're talking in the, to you, Smarty Britches. If you're in the Texas area <laughs> and you want a good doctor, look up to drgo.us, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, and uh, and and you could find all of Doctor John's information. And uh, you know, maybe maybe he'll see you as a patient. Now, now you, you're primarily a pediatrician, though, doctor. So you know, we well, don't want orthopedic surgery. Okay. I'm an orthopedic surgeon first, and kids. if you have a broken baby, yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, I fix broken babies. That's what I do. Dr. John, thank you for joining us. It's drgo.us, drgo.us. You're listening to Arms right. Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech studios, and we'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. 
Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. I got to thank our last guest, Dr. John Adine, there from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. Please check him out. It's drgo.us, drgo.us. Uh, if you're in the medical field at all, this is an organization you can take part in. You know, if you're a uh, work in the hospital, if you're an EMT, or, you know, no matter what it is, you know, nurse, doctor, you can be part of this organization and help to promote, uh, you know, gun gun truths. You know, within the medical that's what I was industry, say, yeah, yeah that's gun the, truth. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not what not, you've got not, coming out of there now. Not just safety, but 
truth all the way yeah, around. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Hey, uh, we talked to you last week briefly after it happened, the shooting in Alexandria. Or is that two weeks ago now? A week ago, two weeks ago? Time kind of flies. It's kind of two weeks ago. We may I have think. talked about it twice. Maybe, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that was and it. And here comes the third time. Yeah, yeah. There is a, this is this is something I want I wanted to uh, talk to you about, bring up. There is a, a congressman, and he's a Republican congressman. He's uh, out of Kentucky, Thomas Massey. And, you know, for the most part, he's been, how do you say this, a, a very, uh, you know, pro-Second Amendment. He's been a, been a decent Republican following along the lines of, of things to vote for. But uh, he, he has this time, after the Alexandria shooting, uh, authored another bill and put it forth uh, on the House floor. It's uh, it's H.R. 2909, if you're looking it up, H.R. 2909. It's on the, it's actually on our Facebook page. I think we've talked about it a little bit on there also for the last week. We just wanted to give this a little little airtime. They, he's put forward, it's it's called the, the D.C. Personal Protection Reciprocity Act. Yeah, it sounds kind of good, right? Yeah. I mean, it's reciprocity. Sounds good, and, like for, yeah, 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 good gun, for everyone. Yeah, gun rights and everything. It sounds sounds wonderful, right? It only It's only reciprocal for Congress members. Well, it is. It's 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 mostly benefits Congress. It it applies to anyone that has a. Uh, this bill would would apply to anyone that has a firearms permit, a concealed carry permit, any state in the country that goes to D.C. and then while in D.C. they could carry their firearm. That's what this that's what this says. Now there's a couple of problems with this act. Uh, one. This is going to greatly benefit the members of Congress, other elected and appointed officials, and their staffs to carry in D.C. Which uh, is what he wanted it for. It's exactly what he wanted it for. <laughs> he wrote it to address a specific demographic. You know, this would this benefit the tourist that goes to the District of Columbia? Sure it would. As long as you fly into the D.C. airport with your firearm and then take your firearm out while in a D.C. airport, and then you stay in a D.C. hotel and then never leave DC. You can't you can't you can't wander to Maryland. By the way, if you've ever been to DC or seen a map of DC, it's bordered on It's hard to get to DC without going through Maryland. Correct. <laughs> correct. Because the uh, the airports uh, are, are you're going to be coming through are going to be in Virginia now. If you're going to come through Maryland, you're going to come through Baltimore. You're you're not going to be able to do this because you can't have that firearm in Maryland. Now again, DC is pretty much surrounded uh you know 60-70% on three different sides by uh, Maryland. And Maryland has some of the most oppressive gun laws there are so would it benefit tourists to dc yeah yeah it, it would but 90 percent of the non-residents that live and work in dc are members of congress other appointed or elected officials and their staffs like kevin said this law is designed to this law is designed to benefit them that's why he wrote it now, and, and I've heard some counterpoint argument on this, like, well, this is the first step, then we'll get to national reciprocity. Yeah, mm. never do that. <laughs> if, if, if that was true, let's talk about Social Security and retirement benefits. Congress has got theirs done, scored away, ready to go. Uh, they get a paycheck for life. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, well they, we, they should be addressing that any day now with the rest of us, right? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Well, let's talk about health care. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, let's talk about health care, where they have... They have their own plan. Their own plan. And it's good whether they're in Congress or out for the rest of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as they're sworn mm-hmm. in, they get health care and a paycheck for life. And once they pass, their significant other gets the same thing. So there's no rush. I, I, I need to talk to you about you know, job situation like this, Mike. Yeah, talk to my lawyer. Sorry. <laughs> um, the, there's no rush for Congress. Talk to mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
there, there's no rush for Congress to address Social Security. There's no rush for Congress to address health care because they already have it. Mm-hmm. If they get concealed carry for themselves, exactly. reciprocity, they're not going to. They're not. Yep. H.R. 38, uh, the National Re- Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act is is dead. Is dead as it stands now. This bill by itself may muddy the waters up just enough to where it kills national reciprocity because yeah. nobody's going to know the difference. Yeah, everybody's going to think, okay, well, yeah, we're pushing it. We're push- Oh, wait, we pushed the one that was just for them, not for everybody else. Yes. Yeah. yeah this is this is this is definitely another one of those cases where it's it's good enough for me, but it's not good enough for you. You know. Exactly. Once I get what I want, yeah, yeah I'm not worried about it if you get what you, you want. You have to understand, though, that some pigs are more equal than others. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. This bill stinks. It's clearly written to benefit the members of Congress, other public officials, their staffs. This bill does nothing to help the concealed carry holder traveling from one state to another when they don't enter the district. There's already a bill introduced and currently in, in committee that encompasses the D.C.-only bill. It's H.R. 38, the National Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2017, introduced by Representative Richard Hudson, Republican of North Carolina. Guess how many co-sponsors on that bill? 199 co-sponsors. There's definitely, there's, excuse me, there's already 200 people's names on this bill in Congress. Mm-hmm. Okay, every time somebody, somebody like like Representative Thomas Massey puts forward this bill that carves out a little piece for them so they get their benefit. We can make sure we can get our benefit. You know why they're going to get their benefit? You know why this has the chance of passing? Because they're going to get that sympathy vote from Alexandria. Everybody can sit back and say to their constituents, well, look what happened in Alexandria. We want to be able to protect ourselves. But hold on, folks. Another point of order. Um, If you had a concealed weapons permit in your home state and you were in Alexandria, Virginia, Mm -hmm. you were already allowed to carry your firearm concealed. Virginia has one of the most open reciprocity uh, comparative sheets for carrying a concealed firearm. Yeah, but you had to park somewhere before you went into D.C. and leave your gun in your car and walk the rest of the way to your house. True. True. So so why don't we make it nationally? Why don't Mr. Massey move that (laughs) and quit being a butt monkey? Uh, Mr. Massey said that he's actually embarrassed that his name's on the bill that he wrote, but he feels it has to go forward. To protect the members of Congress. Playing on a sympathy vote oh, that, yeah. as you said, oh, yeah. really doesn't they, they exist. They had armed guards with them. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, o- only one of them had armed guards. And that's what I kept hearing on the news. It was it was such a good thing that I can't even remember now his name. Um, we, you know, He was there, so that way they had two um, armed uh, I think they were they were yeah officers. because his position he was, he was house whip I think yeah, he was or something yeah, he's in yeah, the, he's in the he hierarchy was there, yeah, yeah. they were able to take yeah, care of it yeah yeah and those were uh, those were, were law enforcement officers good mm-hmm. guys with good guys oh, with yes, guns you know yes as, as yeah. soon as well, we don't I, hear that you know I think uh, one of them was the first target yeah and still you know got shot and still yeah. returned fire right and at least you know distracted them and both of them ran towards the sound of gunfire. I got to tell you, it it just never ceases to amaze me. Do you know the number of people that have been shot in a mass shooting when I was president? Mm, none. Uh, none. 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 You know why? Because if you start shooting the people that are around me, I got a rule. I'm going to shoot you back. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you back, <laughs> and I'm going to shoot you back in the face. So, uh, listen, we normally wouldn't uh, wouldn't wouldn't tell you to call a congressman and tell him to remove. His, uh, his gun bill, his pro-gun bill as they see it. But this gun bill, I'm telling you, is 
It's historically bad for gun rights. With this, if this gun bill passes, and the the longer it exists, it reduces the chances of national reciprocity occurring. This is going to take away from the legitimacy of national reciprocity. This is going, and if it does pass, con- you will never hear from Congress again about national reciprocity. It, it, it's like having two really great Republicans running for president at the same time. What you're going to do is give the give the presidency to a Democrat. Yeah. That's what we got going on here right now. We got a great bill and we got an okay bill, and the okay bill is going to dilute the great bill. So, Don't settle for a feel-good compromise. That's right. Support national concealed carry reciprocity. Call Congressman Massey at 202-225-0600. 202-225-0600. This is on our Facebook page. You can go there, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Contact Congressman Massey. Tell him to dump his self-serving D.C. Carry Act, and you want national concealed carry. You want H.R. 38, which is he's, he's a co-sponsor of. So he's co-sponsoring a good bill and a crappy bill. Then you call your congressman and you tell him, D.C. Carry, what are we waiting for? We want national concealed carry. You need to dump D.C. Carry. We want national concealed carry. Folks, uh, that's it for the first hour of the program. Stick around. we got more show coming up for you. But until then, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KeltechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Hot for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their 
vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by the arms room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We are coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Hey, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host. Let's see, lead guitarist, uh, driver of the Winnebago. I think last week we established the deputy chief cook and bottle washer, if I'm correct. And it's because Kevin's the chief. We, Kevin, we're giving you're the chief of that one. I think Kevin's the chief of that one. Uh, so let me go around the room real quick and, uh, <laughs> and, and introduce my fellow uh, fellow patriots on my right. The right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Not it. Not it. Not it. Well, that makes it official. Kevin's it. Uh, <laughs> on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, currently it, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. If nominated, I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. <laughs> That's okay. I would be honored to serve in any position I was appointed to with absolute authority to rule. So, this is what, what you meant to say. No? no? Yes? No? No? Does this position Wait, come with the... you make you yeah. computer overlord? What is that? Does, does, does this position come with a crown? That's what I want to know. Does it come with a crown? That's the position I'm looking for. Something with a crown. I, I want, want to be, be a dentist. I want to be a dentist. of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the last guy tried that, remember? He's he's out now. Uh Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, for joining us back in here. Speaking of the last guy, we're going to talk about the new guy, the new guy, the current guy, our, our, our president, uh, DJT, President uh, Donald J. Trump is sending federal help to fight Chicago crime. President Donald Trump said on Friday he was sending federal help to fight crime in Chicago that had reached epidemic proportions. All right. I want you to hear this. This was after we'd prepared the story. We knew we were going to have this story. This was a Friday story. It was a mm-hmm. late add-in. We knew we were going to get this. Right. I said, let me let me check for follow-ups on this story. Make sure there's a, you know we're not rolling tanks already, and I don't have the you know the audio feed that we can play. Let me let me see what I can find on it. You're talking about like Tiananmen Square kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. As of nine o'clock Central Time, Chicago time this morning. So ten on the East Coast. What's that? Uh, seven on the West Coast. So nine o'clock in Chicago this morning. Okay. 18 people shot, two fatally, and bloody start to the 4th of July weekend. They know how to party there. That's one night. So far, it's one night. Oh, my gosh. You know? And this weekend, and this this uh, holiday weekend doesn't end until Wednesday morning, right? Can I go to Iraq or Afghanistan instead? Safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Listen, you 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 got a better chance going to a Benghazi compound when Hillary Clinton's in charge than going to Chicago. <laughs> you got a better chance yeah, of surviving I'll be left there. Alone. Yeah, ex- exactly right. So, uh, the government's sending federal agents to Chicago and plans to prosecute firearms cases aggressively. Attorney General Jeff Sessions told Fox News when asked about Trump's statement about the plan in an early morning Twitter post. By the way. That's where I get all my news news from now. I wake up. I used to look through everything else. I used to go check. Uh, I used to go check through the news sources and try and find and go through Fox and everywhere else and Breitbart and all our good friends. And now I just go I go straight to Twitter, straight to Donald Trump, and see what's going on in the news today because that's all we're going to talk about yeah. all day long. Yeah. What he Trump what, what what he tweets about that's going to be the news all day oh, long. Yeah. So I might as well get a head start and just see what. See what's worth the uh, worth listening into. I don't remember, you know, past two days. That's all I've been hearing on the different news organizations. But they'll never admit they're so frustrated because the, you it know, controls pe- the media. Pe- yeah, people don't need yeah, the media anymore. They used them. to. They used to, you know, decide what you heard and how you heard it and everything. Now you can get it straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, listen, you've got the White House press secretary and the deputy press secretary now having briefings. With the cameras off and the and, and just you know listen here's where we, you, you people are just going to misquote us anyway so what do we need the cameras for <laughs> we just it's it's great but but uh, I'm sorry back to the story uh, crime and killings in Chicago have reached such epidemic proportions I'm sending in federal help 1714 shootings in Chicago this year that was before last night's additional 18 shootings so what are we up to 1732 there now. Well, that was two hours ago, so who knows what it really is? What it really is now? True, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, the we we know it didn't go down, right? It, it, you know, oh no, they this didn't. just in shootings in Chicago went down last month. Oh, you mean as compared to last month, the, the year before? No, no, it just went down. Just yeah, it's got. We did so good right now, it went down last month. Where somebody has a <laughs> retractable bullet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, the president has regularly singled out Chicago's violent crime problem and in uh, in January decried the high crime rate in the third most populous U.S. city as carnage. In, in 2016, the number of murders in Chicago exceeded 760, a jump of nearly 60%, and was more than New York and Los Angeles combined. More than 4,300 shooting victims in the city last year, according to police. Now, I have visions of... Uh, Elliot Ness in in G Men showing up. Is this is this is this what we're gonna get? Or well, they they sent an ATF. Yes. With a ballistic mobile ballistics lab. So there's 20 new ATF agents there, and and Ron Emanuel said, "Oh well, thanks for the 20 agents. We really appreciate the help." Look, if Ron Emanuel doesn't think federal aid to enforce the law in a city will work, he needs to go read something written by George Wallace because <laughs> yeah. that stuff works. <laughs> let me tell you. I, 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 oversight can make things happen. I see where you're going, Kevin, and uh, I I agree with you that now in, in the case of uh, with, with George Wallace, you had a state level official there who Said had his nay, own nay. had his own National Guard, right? And so they sent the uh, they sent a brigade of the 82nd Airborne back then to and and what what the president did back then was federalize the National Guard. So he took the National Guard away from the governor. Right. And then made them federal troops. And uh, uh, listen, and we're, enforce, we're integrated. And enforced federal law. We're in, enforced integration. And uh, it was the law. It was the right thing to do. And you you have now integration. You well, here, here's an idea. Not killing the people that live in your neighborhood because you want their money is the right thing to do. So let's send the National Guard in there and say, okay, cut it out. Yeah, and this would work. You could send the guard in there because that's a state-level asset. Rahm Emanuel has no say over them. They would not be responding to him. They'd be responding to the governor in 
in is, is it uh, still Bogoyevich or is he still in prison? I know he's still in prison, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I figured but, he might. But, but in Chicago, you right? Know, yeah, he's, he, he's he, Illinois. He'll doesn't get out. He, he doesn't. He's not still governor. Right, right. He will get out and he could be governor again. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's just higher, geography. Yeah. Highest yeah, yeah. per capita of convicted felons in any industry. Politics. Yeah, and sp- specifically Illinois politics. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, except for the last president that uh, that guy didn't seem to go down. But yeah, so the president is is sending in federal uh, federal agents, twenty ATF agents, to go in there and, uh, and help with this gun violence. And I really believe, I really believe it it might be time, and maybe this is the first step with putting the ATF in there, where they say, Mr. President, uh, you know, we can or actually through Mr. Sessions, Attorney uh, or General Sessions. You know, we, this is fine, but uh, we can we can help prosecute, we can help arrest, and we can help analyze these crimes. But uh, we really need someone with superior firepower to help us, you know, to take away the illegal firearms that are here in this city. You know, and 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 remember, this is a city that has one of the most restrictive gun laws and gun ordinances, so the citizen cannot defend themselves. Yeah, but you know, you could go contract for that solution, and you wouldn't have to. Bring in the National Guard. I think there was a company called Executive Solutions that did that yeah. once before in a little place called Somalia. Hmm. Yeah. What they need to be doing is, uh, is, is, is training every citizen and handing each one of them a rifle. Like you did in <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast-to-coast coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget, coming up this September 29th, 30th, and October 1st, September 29th, 30th and October 1st in Dallas, Texas. It's the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference. This is your chance once a year to network, get an insider look, and plan pro-rights strategies for the coming year. Listen, this is uh, this is Mr. Alan Gottlieb's event, uh, sponsored event, uh, the, you know, the, the go-tie, uh, bowtie gun guy. Come on out. You get to see him. Who who knows who else you're going to see here? Every year you get uh, you get to come out and meet some incredible people. And this, folks, this is where policy and priorities are made for the next couple of years. Every time we've come here and we've gone, you, you sit back and you go, I, I can't believe I was just talking to that guy. I can't believe that guy was sitting here talking to me. You know, he, he cared about my opinion. And you get to be part of this policy. You get to see what's going on. They want to hear from you. And we know you want to hear from them. So so meet us out at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, September 29th, 30th, October 1st, Dallas, Texas. Go to saf.org slash grpc. saf.org slash grpc. This is where you will figure out how the rubber is going to meet the road. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Kevin, speaking of rubber meeting the road, there's some uh, recent items come out of the Supreme Court that have well, been interpreted different ways uh, by their inaction, I will say. Is that is that, uh, is that good, good to well, phrase it that way? Well, not doing something 
is doing something. Correct. Not making a choice is a choice, as they say. I believe, I believe actually Rush said that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <clears throat> I think it was Geddy Lee who said that. Um, <laughs> the Supreme Court declines to take up the Second Amendment case. Now, let me tell you what this uh, this case was. This is Peruta per- versus California. This was about a county that refused to county issue... Sheriff. Yeah, county sheriff that refused to issue concealed, ca- concealed carry permits. Now, Because his definition of good cause was... You're actively being shot at. Yeah, yeah, the old uh, the old <laughs> Kathy Lanier, uh, yeah. D.C. Uh, Metro PD. You, you don't uh, need reason. it right now because yeah. your good cause is that you you you're not actually in a firefight. Yes. Now this this case was about a sheriff who refused to allow concealed carry permits to be issued. Now California is a is a may issue state, not a shall issue state. And Kevin, the difference between may issue and shall issue? It's elective in the may and the shall. It is not elective. Correct. Correct. The shall. You, if, you if somebody qualify, applies and qualifies, yeah. You have to be issued the license. Right, right. Yeah. If the May states, it, it becomes discretionary to the law enforcement officer or the agency that's yes. in charge. Yes, because sometimes it's not the police. It's right. in, in, in it, other it agencies, may be yeah. In, in Florida, it's the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, yeah, which is which is strange. But uh, that's that's where they come from. Well, they had the bank account number, right? So <laughs> yeah. that's where you could put the fees yeah. in. Uh, at issue in this case is concealed carry and whether a county can define good cause to carry a weapon outside of one's home as strictly as some California counties, specifically San Diego. Now, we've talked to our friend Craig Deleuze, who's out in uh, California, and they're, they're, he's in a county where it's, here's, here's your permit. You qualify. Here's your permit. You know, they, it, the, the sheriff there treats it as a shall issue. This is a sheriff that treats it as a may, as a may you, issue. You have to list a, a precise fear, and, and it can't be... I'm afraid of zombies. Yeah. Well, that is a precise fear. Yeah. He says, no, that's not, that's not dangerous enough. Edward Peruta and other gun owners reportedly attempted to obtain concealed carry permits in San Diego County. However, the sheriff's department, which handles permit requests, requires a specific good cause to obtain the permits. Good cause must be more specific than, than just a general concern for a well-being. A person must list a precise fear, such as domestic violence or carrying a large amount of money. Um, so oh. I'm, I'm carrying a large amount of money away from my spouse, and I'm afraid they're going to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, <laughs> hypothetically no, not, not precise enough. Not like, precise. Well, enough. again, yeah. Show me where in the Second Amendment where it says I must have a good reason. You know, it's, it's not there. We know it's, that. It's we, that we, fine, 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 fine print. Fine print. Fine print. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's 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 in on the, the back. It's on the back of it. You you have to get the lemon juice <laughs> and, and, yeah, uh, and heat. And heat. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get to it. The yeah, we've all seen the same movies, every one of us. Yeah, I'm not even together. That's the horrible. Yeah, that's the yeah, sad uh-huh. part. And I, you know what? I know you're sitting there and you're listening and you're going, "Oh, I know, I know what they're talking about. I know what they're talking about." Yeah, yeah. yeah. guilty that, too. That's us bringing you into the insider jet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the this 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 sheriff said no. The uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said it was a policy that stood in violation of the right to self-defense. It was a two-to-one ruling. And and then the other judges went, "No, no, you can't do that. That's per gun." All of everybody get together. We're having a meeting. Yeah, eleven judges in the same circuit later ruled seven to four. I mean, that's that's just uh, judicial shenanigans, as far as I'm concerned, right there. You know, shenanigans. Those those three said those three came up with a ruling we didn't like. So let's uh, let's get the eleven of us together to We're gonna overrule to, rule, them. to yeah. overrule them, even though they're at the same level. Well, there's more of us now. <laughs> there's more, there's yeah. more of us. Uh-huh. There's more of us. We're now. at the same level, but there's more of us. We're gonna play basketball. Shirts versus skins. You three are shirts. We're all skins. Uh, wait, you, it's not even teams. I don't matter. There's we're judges. It don't care. We don't care. <laughs> there's good. There's good. Good reason why Peruta 
is good for all of us that it didn't go to before the Supreme Court. Uh, as we've been pointing out to you, this is a county-level issue. Yeah, it's not broad enough. This is a county-level issue. So even if the Supreme Court had taken up this issue, it's a county-level issue. They would have forced it and sent it back to the county. The counties would have been able to make their rules based upon what was said at the Supreme Court. So if it were, you know, a, a county with, say, 70, or a state with 70 counties, yeah. you could have 70 separate sets of rules. Based on what the Supreme Court says, yes, right. yes. That's uh, not good. No. It's a uh, bad plan. Justices Clarence Thomas and newly appointed Justice Clarence, or excuse me, Clarence, Neil Gorsuch said the court, actually it was Clarence Thomas that said this, and, and Judge Gorsuch, that concurred. who concurred with it, said the court should have reviewed the appellate ruling. Thomas said the decision, decision not to hear the case reflects a distressing trend, the treatment of the Second Amendment as a disfavored right, of which Judge Gorsuch, excuse me, Justice Gorsuch agreed with. Now, here's where that's important. Judge Gorsuch, this is his first time he's put anything, any pen to paper you're, you're on a Second Amendment an issue. You're getting an advisory opinion. Yeah. You're getting an advisory opinion. He's just let us know that on Second Amendment issues, the court now firmly stands at four to three. Yeah, he's a he is a staunch constitutionalist. Excuse me, five, five to four, five to four. I'm thinking of the state level. Uh, it, it stands at five to four. We we now know. It, we've got we've we've lost the four four balance and it was always up in the air. Now we we we've talked earlier with this with with all of you. Uh, you know, Judge uh, Darth Vader Ginsburg will end up dying in office. She will uh, you know she will refuse to leave as long I, as President I Trump was is president. She's still here. I, I swore she said she was leaving the country if he got elected. I thought she was going to go with uh, as as one of Rosie O'Donnell's snacks when she left. You know, Rosie would put her in a picnic basket and take her with her. Because uh, she promised tickets. to leave also. So. I was going to let her fly first class. None <laughs> of them that bragged that they were going to leave the country if if and when Trump was elected have uh, followed through on their promise. Well, they didn't think Sadly. they didn't think he was going to win. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. think he was going to win. And, you know, uh, that's, that's Oh, you know what I did see? I saw uh, that Madonna when because Madonna made the threat to bomb the White House. Mm-hmm. She said I decided to let peace live in my heart instead. Uh... Yeah. So and the Secret Service upper other end, you know, <laughs> which probably had something to do with it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so we know that from Peruta versus California, not go or versus, uh, well, San Diego, California, right. not going to the Supreme Court, that that was not a big enough issue. It was not a strong it, enough it, issue. It, you don't want to make weak law from right. cases that don't have the best sets of facts. And these justices recognize that. Because yes. let me tell you what's on the horizon. There's a case, another case out of, of all places, D.C. You know, we, we, mm. don't, we don't talk about D.C. enough. This is Wren, R-W-R-E-N-N. You can, you can Google this. You can check this out. We'll post it up on, the, uh, on all of our uh, electronic media places. Wren versus D.C. This is one where this, this gentleman has said, you know what? There's, uh, what do we got, uh, seven, eight million people. How many people live in D.C.? What's, what is it? Uh, so far since the new law has been passed, when we talked about this over with Kathy Lanier, Chief Kathy Lanier, and she was the one that said who can have one, who cannot, what is good reason, what is not good reason, there's less than 50 permits that have been handed out. No, 89. Is that less than 50? I'm sorry. 89 permits have been approved. Less than 100 permits. Did I say 50? Yeah. I, I clearly meant to say 50 plus You were just 50. seeing uh-huh. if I'd been uh-huh. paying attention. Uh-huh. Uh, there's less than 100 permits that have been handed out. This case is working its way through. It, it, it's worse than that, though. Oh. And, and I want to make oh. sure you put it in perspective. 89 approved 
374 disapproved. The rest are just laying in limbo. And how many are there? There, there could be thousands. Yeah, yeah. We know that we know that there's there's tens of thousands of them that have that are just sitting there because they have no requirement to uh, to to take a look at them. Uh, you know, this is this is in fact second amendment. Second amendment has been has been again trampled on there in D.C. This one is moving through. This one has gone through the panel of federal judges in D.C. This will end up before the Supreme Court. This is good because. This is a state-level, district-level item that will apply to the whole country when it's when it's reviewed. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. When we get back, we'll have Major Bill. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room. Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant First Class Raymond R. Buchan died July 1, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Buchan, 33, of Johnston, Pennsylvania, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 18th Infantry Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 1st Infantry Division, Schweinfurt, Germany. He was killed in action in Tamim, Iraq, of wounds sustained from enemy small arms fire. 
Sergeant First Class Buchanan spent nearly his entire adult life in the military. He was killed during his second tour of duty in Iraq. Buchanan spent 16 years in the Army, his father, Richard, told the news agency. Buchanan, who was also stationed at Fort Hood, was redeployed to Iraq last fall, his father said. Buchanan is survived by his wife, Laura, and their two sons, Hayden and Andrew, all of whom live in Germany, as well as his parents and a brother. Also killed was Army Staff Sergeant Michael L. Ruff, Jr., 31, of Yosemite, California. Army Sergeant First Class Raymond R. Buchanan, Army Staff Sergeant Michael L. Ruff, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to reach me, you can do so at maxorlando.com. You can reach me at kevincmaxwell at gmail.com. Or you can reach me at 407-480-2179 for any legal issue. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for, uh, again, sponsoring the segment of the program, The Fallen Hero. Uh, folks, if you have anybody you know, anybody you've read about, anybody seen a book, a relative, friend, whatever that you'd like to hear on Fallen Hero, you know, it's a military member, member of public service, policeman, a fireman, whatever it is, and you'd like to hear them on here, reach out to us, go to armsroomradio.com, find one of the ways to get a hold of us, and we'd be honored to, uh, to do their story here during the Fallen Hero segment. Hey, on the line with us, we have Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Uh, Major Bill, welcome back to the program. Hey, guys. How are you you all doing today? We are doing doing very good, sir. We're doing very good. Hey, um, it seems like this is uh, like follow-up week. We've got a couple of stories here that we wanted to get with you, and perhaps if uh, we're fortunate enough to get you to stick around a little bit longer than that, we may have some more stories to go over. We want to get your unique point of view on. Uh, but first, I think, uh, I don't know which one you want to go into first here. Would you like to discuss Punta Gorda or the Los Angeles Police Department, sir? East Coast or West Coast? <laughs> East Coast. West Coast. You know, let, let, let's have a little fun. Uh, let's let's uh, traipse on uh, over to uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> now, this is just, it's just, I don't know if it's good comedy or bad comedy. Uh, or what? Yeah, this is the story that just keeps on giving. Yeah, this is the story that just keeps on giving here. Yes, it does. Uh, You know, I don't even know where we left off because I think this is like the fourth... the fourth, fourth update, yeah. Uh, let's update give the uh, let's give the wrap on it again. Let's go. Let me. I'll let you give the, the the brief. What what's happened in so far? Well, we had a story where we had some patrol cars that were uh, stolen uh, from the the seventy seventh uh, district out there. Then it turned out that the patrol cars, the explorers, were stolen by. Explorers, yeah. they're, they're police cadets. By the juvenile police cadets, yes. yes. So the explorers so, were stolen by explorers. Okay, I get it. Okay. Yes, yes. So, let's see. And, and like you say, Mike, we you, you can't tell the players without a, a without a scorecard. Yep. So, uh, then the union came out, and one particular officer uh, came out and said that you know this is due to manpower shortages, and we can't properly uh, staff the kit room. Uh, and this is, is just horrible, and this is, you know, it's a manpower issue, and the chief isn't doing anything about it. And this particular officer was uh, Officer Kane. Correct. Officer Kane, it, yes. Yes, and Officer Kane was also one of the officers that worked with the cadets. Correct. Worked well, with it the... turns out that Officer Kane worked in the kit room when they had these problems with uh, the cadets having access 
to these uh, the, the keys to these vehicles. Now it turns out that three of these uh, uh, explorers were stolen. Uh, they also had two sets of body armor, uh, some tasers, and a police radio. And they were out joyriding around. Actually, affected a traffic stop on right. one person. Right. Uh, <laughs> they they issued him a, a stern verbal warning. Yeah, don't let it happen again. Yes, yes, whatever he did. Yep. Um, and they initiated when they, they saw two of the explorers uh, driving around. They went. They realized when the vehicles were missing when they did an inventory. Right. Uh, they initiated a police pursuit on two of the explorers. They ended up crashing uh, both of them. Uh, a third officer who was actually engaged in the pursuit uh, was involved in a third crash with a civilian. They took uh, the explorers into custody. Uh, they towed the other explorers, if you're wondering what happened to those. Right. Uh, so you could say that those were taken into custody as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it turned out that a total of seven police explorers were involved in this whole debacle. Yeah, uh, I, I think there was one that... Uh... Had a thousand miles uh, on it that were yeah, unaccounted for that the explorers had been taking out and just you know I don't know going to school get, go getting a, go getting a sandwich at the sandwich shop I don't know what they were doing see but, how fast yeah, you can get back yeah. from the pizza place yeah well that or you know see if you know what restaurants they can go through the drive-through and, and maybe yeah. get half price yeah yeah or free or, or what have right. you yeah there was a one that had been missing for uh, almost a month and had a thousand unaccounted miles on it <laughs> they, they found that one. Uh, parks on a side street not far from the station. So evidently they would just go leave it there. Right. And uh, and that would be a drop-off vehicle, and then they'd just go in there and go have a little joyride for a while. Well, yep. in a so, follow-up to that, anybody DNA test the inside of these vehicles? Uh, that I don't know. But no. Maybe that'll be a fifth or sixth or seventh update as we get it. Yeah. <laughs> so so this officer, the, officer Kane, Officer Kane's the one in the... Uh, in the in the kit room, who's uh, who's 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 coming out and saying there's not enough manpower, there's not enough uh, g- anything going on. He's the one that's in, that's in there when the cadets are getting access to these items, or should have been there when they were getting access to these items. And now there's an Officer Kane update. Yes, and Officer Kane now uh, turns out during the investigation uh, was uh, allegedly having uh, uh, sexual relations with one of the 15 year old cadets. One of the female fifteen-year-old cadets. I don't want to throw him well, too far under the bus. It, you know, instead a fifteen-year-old cadet. Yeah, so, yeah. Whether it was male or female. Prison's prison uh, at this point. Yeah. Yes. It, it, however, that may be. Right. Uh, and what I see maybe as a grandstanding move by uh, Chief Beck, which, you know, he, you know, he's done a lot of things that I, I really have to shake my head at, uh, and this is one of them where he went to the police commission to say that he. Personally, yeah, and I emphasize this. He personally arrested Officer Kane. Yeah, that's because Kane wouldn't give him her phone number. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, easy. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, but yeah, yeah. Took the took the news media with him and everything. And uh, I'm sure at some point somebody had to show Chief Beck how the handcuffs worked. But uh, yeah, he did go down and make the arrest personally. Uh, he made sure to point out. Yeah. So I mean, I really don't understand. You know, an agency the size of LAPD and. You know, there's a lot of great officers out there. They do a lot of good things. Uh, why he felt the need that he had to go down there and do that. I mean, t- did he need to really personally show the, the police commission that he had a handle on this? Uh, I, I don't know why he had to do that. But that's that's where we're at right now. Uh, the, the, the cadet program was suspended for a while. 
they're they're looking at it. There's there's really a big shakeup going on out there over this. I don't want this to taint the rest of the 2,200 plus, you know, youth that are involved in the police cadet program, the officers and sergeants that are involved in this, and the program that is nationwide with the explorers, police cadets, whatever name that you have that you put on it out there, the, the great programs that they do. My department has it. Uh, it you know, they, they do a great thing, but it's unfortunate that it's stuff like this that always comes to light, and there's so many good things that, that these programs do. But then we have something like this that is just it's huge and it gets attention, but that's where we're at right now, and it's unfortunate. Major Bill, we've got um, we got another story we want to talk to you about. We're, we're, we're coming up on the break, though. Can you uh, can you uh, stick around for a few more minutes yes, with I us? Can. We've got we, de- we definitely want to cover that. It's uh, we're going to be talking to you about some some happenings down at Punta Gorda Police Department down in Florida, and you know we'll give you the update on this when we get back. Then there's a there's a couple of little tips we want to get to you over some other stories that have also come out over and around the country with the uh, I don't know we could just call this with police. Uh, Interactions, criminal interactions, what to do, what not to do. I know Kevin wants to discuss these at length also, so we're gonna we're gonna get back into those. So stick around. We got more Arms Room Radio, more Major Bill coming up uh, after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you in a moment. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Oh, man, last segment already happens every week. Just, just you know, sneaks up on us. Although this week we only have about, let me just, about 12 stories we didn't get to. So got some uh, got some stuff. You know, the problem is there's going to be a whole bunch of new stuff that comes along this week. So all that research will be for naught. So we'll, we'll just have to... Uh, We'll just have to get to them uh, another time. Good practice for you to research. <laughs> I do. I do. It's all my legal research. It's legal research right there. And by legal research, I mean it was not illegal for me to do that. Good, because uh, you do. I've, I've read some of your stuff, and some of your stuff is terrible. <laughs> terrible research. It's not good. Legal yeah, I came research. up with the uh, with the uh, NASA Mars slave story. You know, that, yeah, that's, I know. that's a story yeah. I came up with on my own. So child slave. Child slave. Child, child slave. slave child slave. We don't want to. Now we don't want to. We don't want to taint anything that's going on up there on Mars. You know what? So. I think we should talk to the commission. They should be looking into that, too, because it's probably Trump's fault. He probably backed that program. Probably backed that program. Hey, uh, still on the line with us, we have Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Uh, Major Bill, before we went to the break, uh, we we introduced that we're going to be talking uh, an update out of Punta Gorda, Florida. uh, Give us the background and what's happened down there, and then uh, we do have another story we're going to try and hit with you briefly before we go. But what's the updates out of Punta Gorda? Well, if you remember back in August, we had the uh, unfortunate uh, training accident uh, during a uh, shoot-don't-shoot demonstration for the Chamber of Commerce down there uh, where we had a 73-year-old female uh, observer that was uh, shot and killed by a police officer. Yeah, retired librarian Mary Knowlton, yes. Yes, yes, she was killed. And in that, the the officer was charged, uh, I believe, with manslaughter. But the police chief uh, was charged with uh, uh, culpable negligence uh, with that, and he just went to trial. And you and I were, were talking on the phone last night, and right when I got the, the news alert, when uh, the jury there in Charlotte County came back and acquitted him of that, uh, it was very tragic in that uh, we talked about this a couple times on the program uh, where – in this training environment, you know, you, me, Earl, uh, Kevin, we've all been around firearms. We've all been in the training environments. And we couldn't fathom that a 
an actual live firearm was brought into the training environment. And what the investigators found out was that um, a lieutenant there, uh, Lieutenant Katie Heck, had given Officer Cole, the, the one who had uh, fired the weapon, uh, wad cutters. And instead of the, blanks. Yeah, instead of blanks. And she had never that. seen a wad cutter before and thought they were blanks. And it's anybody who has seen wad cutters, they are very similar to blanks. They are. Listen, it's it's a thirty-eight caliber round, and there's no there's no bullet uh, protruding from the case. Uh, it is flat, and uh, for those that have again never seen a wad cutter, those that are not old enough to remember wad cutters being the uh, the the cheaper training ammunition, they would not know what the difference was probably. So, it being un, uh, very unfortunate, he was uh, charged with exposing Knowlton uh, to personal injury by failing to implement and utilize uh, sufficient safety protocols. Yeah, Kevin, now, in, in uh, culpable negligence definition in Florida for those listening around the country? I'd have to go look it up, but my expectations are that you would probably go that he knew or should have known that his training protocols were inadequate to protect the person from the danger they were being exposed to. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, Major, go ahead. Well, now, in, in this instance, Mike, you, you and I know that, you know, you're the chief of police. Uh, Mike, you sat in that desk. Uh, you know, the, like Harry Truman said, you know, the buck stops here. But that's really on an administrative side. Uh, yeah, he's the chief of police. He should be familiar with his policies and procedures and running the agency. Uh, but in that particular instance, criminally, uh, d- does he intimately know what those training protocols are? Uh, I think his uh, defense attorneys probably made a good argument uh, that he does not know the, the day-to-day operations. That's why he relies on uh, his training officers and his training staff. Uh, and, again, I'm speculating here. I, this is uh, w- what my thoughts are. I don't know what, what happened in the courtroom. I'm just trying to think of what they would go with. Well, i, I got to uh, tell you, one of the things I'd go with is, well, I consider it good practices for my lieutenants not to arm the other personnel in my department with I have ammunition and then point a firearm and discharge it in the direction yeah. of a citizen as a as a part of a training protocol. You know, that yes. that isn't that you shouldn't have to have a procedure that says don't do that. It, it's just proper firearms handling. You, you should you know what? You don't go 100 miles an hour backwards down the interstate. Well, why not? It's a bad idea, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, this is one of those. You know, listen. We get it. We like you said. We could tear apart the training requirements. Every one of us. Every one of us listening. That you double check, double check. Always double check. You always show. You always double check. And if you don't know what it is and you're not sure, you ask somebody else. And that that evidently didn't happen here. I did notice that it, it's a uh, it's former Punta Gorda Police Department Lieutenant Katie Heck. It's not current. Yes. So I don't know if that means uh, she's now you know an officer or she's not with the agency anymore. But uh, Evidently, that uh, that's not an issue there. That there was some uh, reason for for her departure. But uh, you know, listen, I'm a big fan of uh, the buck stops here. You're the captain of the ship and all that. But uh, you know what? That's why they have uh, lieutenants and sergeants and corporals and everything else in between because you cannot have just the chief and a hundred officers. There has to be levels yeah. in between that are trained, uh, you know, certified and and show proficiency. You know, you, you can you can you blame. Can you blame the chief for the officer's, uh, you know, actions here? You know, that's and that's what this came down to. And a jury said, uh, not in this uh, circumstance. It, the, no. the behaviors were so reckless that the chief couldn't be held responsible for the recklessness of the other individuals. Right. 
Now that yeah, this was so outside of the scope of uh, the policies and, and, and the procedures that are probably in place there that there's the the chief could not be criminally responsible. Yeah, I can, uh, I can see an administrator now. That's what the jury ruled on. Tr- trying to write a, a procedure that says don't shoot the citizens without reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you write that? Yeah. How yeah. do you write that? I mean, yeah. it's just just you know. You stare at your, your computer and going, I don't even know how to start this sentence. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and the officer there, I believe he's uh, he's still uh, pending, uh, criminal cases pending there. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and the chief had been placed on paid leave while this was going on. So, we'll you know, we'll find out maybe next week's update, you know, whether he's back at work or not. And we'll find try and find out what's going on with the other officers. Uh, Major, one yeah. other story I want to hit with you before we get out of here today. Uh there was one about a gentleman in Georgia. Citizen sees man running from police, decides to help out the police. Well, this sounds pretty good so far. You know, we've, we've seen people, you know, if the bad guys are running in their car, they'll just kind of stop their cars in, you know, middle of the road so the bad guy's got nowhere to go. Or or perhaps, you know, the, some guys will even go a little above and beyond and risk their vehicles and or their lives and trying to block. We've seen recently the stories of concealed carry personnel, uh, you know, individual citizens that see cops getting you know, just about their life taken from them. You know, they're they're being taken advantage of. People grabbing the firearms, and they've come over and rendered assistance via deadly force with the firearm to try and keep the police officer from being killed. All all you know, good things, all tra- traumatic things. But uh, this one was a, a gun-toting man was arrested after he used his gun to intervene in a police chase. I don't know if you, you've seen this story. There was a, uh, a, a no, I haven't. There well, was a Mr. Lennox was fleeing from police in a vehicle. He he bailed out. He was on foot. Uh, Mr. Pitts saw him uh, and basically chased him down with a vehicle, pulled up alongside of him, and shot him in the neck. Yeah, now the police had did not pursue. The police had not caught up to the vehicle. You know, it was probably a nonviolent crime, so their policy was probably something along the lines of, we do not pursue nonviolent crimes and put uh, the public at risk without, uh, you know, some sort of uh, other exception. And this gentleman saw that he'd run from the police. Again, like Kevin said, he pulled up alongside and opened fire on him and shooting him in the neck. Now, this gentleman was later taken into custody. (laughs) They were both taken into custody. One went to the hospital. (laughs) One went uh, straight to jail. Um, What uh, what would be your advice to the individual firearms holder and i'm looking to get a couple comments here we got we got one minute left so we're not going to go too far what would what would be your comment to the the gentleman with the firearm who sees this misdemeanor occur uh just be a good witness that's right excellent observer uh, yes get on 911 say you know that guy that just ran from y'all uh he's going this way and i'm following him and or whatever you're doing uh don't pull the gun out and shoot him in the neck. Earl, when you're teaching class, do you ever tell them to be law enforcement officers? No. Uh-uh. All right, folks, you ain't the police. I need to thank uh, uh, Dr. John Adine from Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership for joining us, drgo.us. Uh, Major Bill obviously still on the line with this. Major Bill, please, sir, please be careful down there. Absolutely, guys. To all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, and always go home at the end of your shift. Exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly, folks. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, EMR keep your head on switch. is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol. Not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. 
so when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance brace yourself there's 29 more innovation performance caltech see more at caltechweapons.com Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 